All right, man, we administering mine. Let me fix my camera. A little bit running, running a little bit behind today. I had to wash the dogs, cook dinner, Chanel, Shabazz. So um, appreciate everybody for tapping in, thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, the subscribe button, it's the bell icon button, hit all the notifications, increase your chance to get notifications. We go live or drop video. Don't forget to hit the link tree. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Anchor, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I mean, the whole shebang. All right. So, um, so don't forget you can check me out on TikTok. Uh, I got some stuff that ain't on YouTube on TikTok, obviously. Uh, if you don't know, uh, other than that. Don't forget, rate the podcast. I do appreciate everybody who rates the podcast. Um, it's 100% free, whatever platform you tend, you want to use it on, uh, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, I don't know, whatever. You know, If I don't have a podcast that you prefer, I'll get you. I got Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, the whole shebang, right? So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Spence. Spence has been talking a lot lately. My people... There's multiple people keep telling me it's going to get done. It's done. It's a done deal. We should get an announcement pretty soon. So, obviously, I just keep hearing a lot of that talk going around uh, from sources that I don't not aware. I don't think they do know each other. So, uh, all these is kind of just different sources, whatever. And they saying that it's a done deal. All right. Uh, Errol Spence, now he coming out talking. Now, you know, Derek James is speaking. And, you know what I'm saying? Now... It's a lot more open dialect with him. And I think a lot of the pressure then got to him. And they stalled out as much as possible. But a couple of things kind of happened as far as they, they stall tactics. What happened was instead of Al Heyman staying on, you know, staying on cold, you know, Errol Spence could have been got in the ring and fought, you know, Keith Thurman. And him and Thurman could have fought for Undisputed or threw Pacquiao up in there for Undisputed or whatever, so they really could have, you know, really did the damn thing, and Earl not even deal with this Terrence Crawford talk. Two, Showtime, they want big numbers, and that's one of the reasons why, even though they still didn't want to make that, uh, even though they still didn't want to make that fight with uh, Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis, it did big numbers. So now they got to follow that up. It's like an artist with a hit record. You got to follow it up with a, with another hit. So they got to follow that hit record up again. And what better way than this fight? Now, I don't think this fight going to reach what Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis reached. I mean, I was I was thinking like maybe, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's going to reach that plateau of 1.2 or if it really was 960,000. Still around a million. We're going to round up and call it a million. But all of a sudden, Earl want to start talking like he got some sense. First, he was trolling the shit and all that shit. And now, you know, it's, it rolled over, you know, to the Dallas fans started turning on that nigga. So a lot of people in Dallas held him to his word where he bought some time and said, well, um, you know, oh, when I get all the belts, we're going to fight. When I get all the belts, we're going to fight. And a lot of them people in Dallas held him to his word, bro. They held him to his word. And now, and now at the end of the day, he he gotta he gotta he gotta eat that. He gotta eat that, bro. So now he gotta live up. He gotta live up 
to his word now. Now it's different from when boxing fans say something because we just boxing fans. We a small percentage of you know the people out there that they really trying to reach. He can talk, he could take criticism from me. Because for every one of me in the boxing world, it's about four or five people that's defending Errol Spence on this type of platform. So it's one to five. So you could take that, but then again, but then again, um, you know, then when you start, you know, going to the barbershop, you can't go to the barbershop without people harassing you. So, you know, and then when you start going around the corner and you can't stop people from harassing you, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like, you know, now, you know, your community is expecting you to live up to it. And at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, is this too late? Because real talk, he looked, he, 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 he looked, he looked a little fragile. He don't look as, as, as fat as he did the other weekend. So obviously that's a bad picture. It's kind of like remember they was going around uh seeing Cassie was a crackhead off a bad picture. He went from the hu the hustler to the customer and shit. And they was going around and saying that shit about Cassidy. Um shout out to Lavis, I see you. And they was going around saying that about Cassidy and shit. But at the end of the day, is it too late for people for him to get credit? Is it too late for Ter well Terrence Crawford was never gonna get credit? And to me, now he got to say, well, I'm a man of my word. What was his word the last few years at? We didn't see people try to suppress Al Heyman to make a fight. We didn't see it. We didn't, we didn't see him press Al Heyman. And to be honest, he really wasn't pressing Al for that fight. Really, he was trying to get out that motherfucker. Really, he was trying to get out that motherfucker. Let's be real. Let's be real. He wasn't he wasn't trying to mix it up, and now he want to go around and say, "Well, I plan on knocking him out and and all and all this shit." But you know, where was that energy he had when he was at the podium talking about this man? Oh, Bob Al won't give Bob won't give him to him. where was that energy? Now it's kind of like that humble energy, and you know, we talked about our kids and we talked about life and all that shit. Don't nobody want to hear all that humble shit. Remember you was grabbing your nuts and Lou DeBella was trying to warn your ass? They had their PBC cronies all over the internet uh, 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 dragging Earl Spence's name and shit. Where are these niggas' energy at now? Where are these energy? It's just like a few niggas on the internet saying, well, you know, Benavidez can people, can people Canelo. Now, just let you know how knee-jerk how knee reaction to sport of boxing is. Now I don't think Canelo can hang with Ben to beat ass. Now, bitch, I've been said that. All these niggas be dick riding. They sit here and 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 dick ride Earl Spence, and they they put Terrence Crawford dick in the dirt, and they go around praise Canelo Alvarez, and then when the obvious is here, like that, just let you know people been already seeing Canelo on decline. These niggas swear, oh, Ben Benavidez can't do this. It's a knee-jerk reaction. Even the aficionados, quote-unquote, the aficionados in the sport, even the guys that claim to be trainers and claim to be experts, man, I don't listen to none of them motherfuckers. I learned that the hard way. I don't listen to the sparring partners. I don't listen to the coaches. Nigga, I, I, I watch my eyes. I watch my eyes. This nigga Earl Spence energy is totally different right now. You know, it's, uh, you know, no, nah, motherfucker. When he was at that fight with Ryan and Tank, nigga, Put your chest out there. Now it's kind of like, you know, 
fight night here. It's coming. It's like, all right, man. Well, no, nah, nigga. Where's that ambition? He said, oh, Bob won't give him to me. He on the wrong side of the street. Even his fans didn't die down. Nigga, you ain't, you ain't seen the Earl Spence fan, bro. It's like Orkin came to your house and, and sprayed and shit, or Dale from uh from uh 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 King of the Hill came and sprayed your house down for roach. You ain't seen a roach in a long time. You ain't seen the Earl Spence motherfucker in a long time. You ain't seen them, them niggas and quit YouTube. It's like this nigga then lost. You ain't seen a nigga putting a chest out there. These niggas in turn to Javante Davis fans. They didn't turn to Devin Haney fans. They don't know if they want to wear a motherfucking panties or underwear. I'm Tank. I'm Ryan. I'm Devin. I'm Tank. I'm Ryan. I'm Devin. You don't know what it is. You know, you, you ain't seen them. You ain't seen the troll. You, you ain't seen, man. Nigga ain't been getting trolled. Niggas ain't been tagging niggas. Even if Errol Spence had this fight was here, I ain't seen Big Gucci Holmes TV. TV. I ain't seen none of these niggas, man. None of them. None of them. All right, man, dude. I'm thinking these niggas. I'm looking for obituaries and shit. I'm thinking these niggas passed away or some shit. I'm looking for a nigga to share a nigga dictionary. Uh, obituary. I'm looking for the video where meet me at the crossroads so you won't lonely. I miss my Uncle Charles. He was in front of his home and he didn't do nothing wrong. Come on, I ain't seen these niggas, man. These niggas didn't tapped out. These niggas didn't quit. These niggas didn't. These niggas didn't stop rolling. Them niggas didn't stop and roll. Them niggas just burnt up. Them niggas didn't listen to DMX. Them niggas just burnt up. You ain't seen these niggas, man. It's like this nigga. And if this nigga win, oh my God. Niggas channel is going to be back up and running like the generator kicked on at the hospital. Niggas going to be back like cook crack. You mind? We back in this beer. I told you, nigga, from Dallas, what? No, man, you a man. I'm telling you, dude. You going to see these niggas, man. I am the Batman. Come on. Fuck out of here. No, excuse me. I am Iron Man because Batman didn't literally do it. He almost did it. Shout out to Harvey Dent. JT was good. Y'all, uh, Johnson, salute. AB, what's going on? Fresh Press, salute. What up, Coach Malachi? I got to subscribe to True Media today, USA Boxing, salute. Yeah, that nigga's going to be coming out of nowhere, bro. He said they did pass away in silence. Man, nigga didn't quit. Niggas, oh, man, I, I, I had to disappear and shit. And I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. You like, man. I'm like, man. I'm like, Michael Jackson. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? <laughs> Come on, these niggas, man. You see this nigga's Errol Spence talk here, man. It's, 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 you know, it's, uh, you know I, I plan on knocking him out. This nigga didn't believe, believe in that shit, dude. And Ellie sat back, man. What DMX say on slipping and falling? Fake niggas trying to jump back on my dick again. Here he go. Yeah, I heard Terrence Crawford's pretty good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, fuck out of here, nigga. Fuck out of here, dude. Kid Bud, what's going on, man? You been hating on this nigga because he didn't give you an interview. And these man, bro, when you were hit, when you in his profession, bro, you can't take that shit personal, bro. Y'all don't take this shit personal as you don't put your hands on me. And you know, because we can crack all day back and forth, dude. I'm a professional shit talker. You know, cool. We go back and forth and shit, play the dozen shit. As long as you don't touch me, we good. 
We good. You can do whatever you want to do. We good. I ain't gonna take a part. Oh no, no, it's cool. It is what it is. I'm gonna keep it moving. You, you, but you expect that from black fighters, bro. Any of you niggas get out here and interview few, and it's a lot of good ones. Don't trip, you know. But you feel way more comfortable approaching people that don't look like you. I heard stories about people that look like you know me not want to interview with fight an interview with people that look like me. You know, talking about are you trying to get paid off me? Look here, little fucking bozo to climb that way 106 pounds. Bitch, you ain't a new way. So at the end of the day, for you to be walking around here like you seven foot tall and you seven inches tall, nigga, like, come on. I ain't benefiting off making like five dollars off this interview. Nigga, you ain't motherfucking Floyd Mayweather, Canelo Alvarez. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to help y'all exposure out. But you know what, dude? I don't expect nothing less from niggas. Straight up and down. I don't expect nothing less. It's some good dudes out here. No doubt about it, man. You see Kenny Bayless, he going to talk to you. You see Kenneth Smith Jr., he going to talk to you. And he going to lie. A lot of them, man, dude, you going to have a better chance at pro Mexicans, whites. I ain't going to lie to you. They all going to fuck with you. Man, them Mexicans, dude, they fuck with you the long way. Man, all that drop their whole motherfucking luggage. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. No problem. You like, okay, cool. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but, you know, back to Errol Smith, this nigga energy ain't the same. Now, maybe he could have just worked out or whatever. But even at the fight. You see Earl ain't answering. No, I knew he was at that podium doing sign language. Bob, Bob won't give him to me. And she mad, nigga, man. He, 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 he better show up. Because you know they got the Aris Lonnie Lard, Danny Garcia, Michael Zephyr winner waiting for him. I want to see Earl Spence and Jamel Charlo. Jamel ain't going to fight that nigga. He too busy calling out Canelo Alvarez, dude. That I would like to see that too. Even if, even if he went beat Bud, I would love to see it. Either or. You know, he said, Are they going to make this fight? It's done. From what I, I hear, it's done. I've been here and it's done. I heard Terrence Crawford was finessing them for more money, but I ain't mad at it. Shit. This shit been done, bro. You know, I hear announcement can come as soon as the 20th. I heard the 20th, possibly. I heard earlier, soon. <laughs> Ah, uh, and I heard also that pay-per-view number was pretty was pretty real. It was real. Well, that come from PBC though. So, you know, so hey, you know, at the end of the day, I don't get a fucking check from that shit. So we should, you know, they saying you should hear something soon. So hey, I heard, you know, you might hear something May 20th, I guess, since the media on. I see A B did something today. I was kind of checking it out and shit. A B did something today, bro. Um, damn. Hold on. Yeah, I seen AB do something today, dude. Man, Twitter ain't shit but porn, boy. If I showed on my screen right now, I might as well kiss my channel to goodbye. You be scrolling, nigga, bitches, man. These chicks ain't don't leave nothing for imagination, dude. I don't be mad at you, niggas, man. Y'all got baby mamas, five baby mamas and shit. And I was at Walmart. This bitch was with her, man. This bitch was all in my face, dog. I, you know, she turned around. I said, damn. She had a fat ass. We started, we, me and my, me and dude, I started to go like, hold on, come here. Shit, we was going to have to fight in that bitch. That bitch had a stupid ass booty. But shit, you got to remain disciplined though, bro.
I tell y'all that, man. Y'all got. I tell fellas all the time. We got to be just as meticulous with women as they are with us. So you got. I mean, we got to be. For those who understand, we got to be just as choosy, bro. Fat ass, titties, forehead, whatever you niggas like. Extensions, weave, natural hair, dude. We got to be just as picky, dude. Cause they think niggas will fuck anything, especially us kind of us older dudes. You know, kind of us, you know, early 30s, late 20 dudes. Like, bro, we got to kind of, you know, we we got to be just as choosy, dude. Fuck all that shit, dude. You just got to be just as meticulous with them. Real talk. You can't be sticking your dick in anything, dude, because you horny. And I be trying to explain to women, like, horniness is a, is a real thing, bro. What Eddie Murphy, what was that? Eddie, what did Eddie Murphy say on Raw? He said, you young niggas ain't got no dick control. You in class, you got to stand in front of the class, your shit hard. <laughs> Yo, that shit is real shit Eddie Murphy was talking about. He said, you, you young, you don't have no dick control. I'm like, I'm thinking like this nigga ain't lying, dog. This nigga ain't lying. Every time I hear that part, nigga, I think like middle school, bro. Like He ain't lying about that shit, dude. It's a bunch of grown niggas who don't have no dick control, man. You be like, man, Big Shirley up there, man. You got to take one for the team. Nigga, nigga, ain't got to ask niggas to take one for the team. Nigga like, shit, I'm horny as hell. Ain't nobody picking up. I to go tear that bitch up real quick. And, you know, Big Shirley get hooked or some shit like that. And now that bitch busting out your windows. Now you looking stupid. You got to be just as choosy, dude. That alcohol and all that, man. Yeah, you got to be just as choosy with them, bro. Trust and believe me, dude. And once once you be turned turning, once you able to kind of be like, ah man, like you could be like, well, I don't want to fuck with no bitch that got no kids, right? You could say that, but bitch know how to Monique her way in and shit, you know, from the Parkers and shit. Bitch know how. But once you be like, no, I'm good, bro. Like I don't really, woo, 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 woo. like why? Why should I tell you, dude? Why should I tell you, dude? Like real talk, but real talk, man. A lot of bitches don't care. Some of these chicks today don't care neither. But baby mama be looking like a negative eight. You know what I'm saying? They can still fuck with you. Them bitches be a real eight. <laughs> Spence holding the division up. Should have moved up and fight Jamel. I give him more credit for beating Prime Jamel in the past Prime Crawford. Um, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, kind of wouldn't make sense without what it kind of wouldn't make sense fight Jamel without Crawford. Because what if you beat Jamel and people would say, well, you'd have beat Crawford, you'd have been the first two. Five belt division, you know, because the ring belt. Well, let's say four belt division, undisputed, bro. He did that in two consecutive weight classes. Couldn't nobody hate on that. So you kind of got to pick up the Terrence Crawford thing where it's at. But you know, now Derek James, you know, it's kind of like they got the 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 cue card that say go ahead and start building it. And he's saying, yeah, when I fire Terrence Crawford, Arrow Terrence Crawford, when we beat, and he named Derek said, you know, we beat Terrence Crawford, we beat him. You know, it's like all right, bro. Like dog, like like where was this confidence all the way around? Real solid motherfuckers that feel like they're gonna win, bro. You know, even guys who are overconfident and boastful and shit like that, bro. It's like they don't they don't speak around subjects like they do. Like they don't demote motherfuckers like, oh you you know, we can't awfully good athlete, you don't do this and do that. You know, he gotta get his numbers up. They've been man, they could have just took the ass whooping. Who knows? The motherfuckers might win. You never know on this level. They could have just won, took the ass whooping, whatever it may be, and wouldn't have been a big deal, bro. Losses only become a big deal when you build some shit up like this. 
and you lose and you wait it out and you lose. And then it don't even become a big deal then. It only becomes a big deal after the fight. Now you you lose and you don't want to come back until a year later no more. No, I mean, when you lose, you got to get back in that motherfucker. It's a, and we just talked about how this is a knee, child JT. This is a knee jerk reaction sport. First, it was Canelo came, Benavidez came fuck with Canelo. Then Canelo did what he did versus, uh, I keep calling this nigga Rocky Fielding, John Ryder. Then it's like, oh man, Benavidez fucked up Canelo. I ain't talking about fans. I'm talking about motherfuckers that's supposed to know what they're talking about. You know, so it's that's the type of sport it is. And you, that's in a disadvantage and it could be an advantage for Canelo's advantage. He's going to be right back in September. That motherfucker might come right back into December. This is why Canelo got 61 fights. And still, like, you got to understand, like, the a prize prime fighter, I think I heard Jim Lampley say, somebody said from 28, maybe it was Harold Letterman, not Harold Letterman, I called it Larry Mercer, 20, maybe one of them 28 to 32. So even if the if the prime of a fighter, the climax of the fighter is 28, 32, he on the other side of that, that peak, he on the other side of that climax. It's natural. But then again, Canelo is one of them dudes who kind of like, I don't want to label one of them fighters, but he kind of going to fight up and down to his competition a little bit. So if that was Dimitri Bivol in there, I, I mean, I, I, I think you would have seen a higher level of Canelo. So I'm not ready to write him off. Left. I'm just saying Ben Vita is too fucking big. That's what I'm saying. Like when Nate was telling us how much bigger Danny Garcia, Aerosmith was than Danny Garcia, and we kind of didn't believe him. Like Benavidez is just too fucking big, bro. And I, you know, it is what it is. He can beat him. You know, he just gonna have to hurt him. And Canelo can hurt you in a number of ways. You know, he could counterpunch you. Earl the Law don't want this fight. It is. I mean, shit. He gotta tell. He gotta fight. Hurts a, a scared snake is a dangerous thing. I know they said a hurt snake. A lot of these dudes that's kind of scary is, you know, that's kind of scary, man. A lot, a lot of times you fight, you're nervous. A lot of people perform better when they're nervous or quote-unquote, some people say scared. A lot of people fight. You're a little bit more alert. Like when you drunk, remember he said Phil's a great drunk driver. He said, you know, you more alert. you more conscious. You know what I'm saying? you less reckless when you kind of like, when you, like when I'm kind of nervous. Of course, when you play a game or something like that or you playing in a game. Like I really never got nervous in games. Like. Hey, more Madden tournaments when I used to play them. They, I used to get nervous when the game started or whatever. But after a while, it's a game. But the nerves keep me, used to keep me on, uh, keep me on tunnel vision, bro. Like when I got a, I got a bullshit test to do. Like that's how I was in school. And it wasn't challenging or nothing like that. Like I was just bullshit and whatever. Boom, boom, you know, bullshit it. You know, if if the time is coming down for me to hurry up, then I hurry up and just finish it off. But I got some shit that I know gonna take time. Then I'm gonna be on top of everything. I'm gonna be ahead of everything. I'm gonna be more focused and be ahead on everything. So I'm ahead. So you know what I'm saying. So the tougher the test, you know what I'm saying. Um, I think the more focus. But yeah, it's, you know, maybe he was working out, but he don't look as out of shape as he did. Uh, he don't look nowhere near as out of shape as he did at the Ryan fight, but. I just let you know, man, you know, they said a camera add 10 or 15, 20 pounds or some shit like that. So maybe it was just what he was wearing. But, yeah, he he, look, he looked pretty thin in that Ellie Segback interview. Y'all know I can't play audio. YouTube and did something to my channel. So it is what it is. It wasn't even over no boxer shit either. But I don't even want to get into it. 
But uh, when he was with, uh, you know, D-Clan Welsh, he was turning his shots over pretty well versus Ugas. So I definitely give him more of an opportunity because uh, he was really turning them shots over in that last fight. Uh, his shit was his shit was his shit was snapping, bro. I give it to him. You know, then again, you know, some people say, well, he was loading up on his shots because um, he didn't respect Ugas' uh, punching power. But he he learned to respect that motherfucker that night. You can't play with nobody with eight ounce gloves on, bro. I tell niggas that every day. I say, y'all ain't never put no gloves on, bro. Y'all ain't never wrap a nigga hand and put your gloves. You can't play with no, no person with eight ounces. That's bare fucking knuckle, basically. Because you're building a cast on the glove. So that's bare knuckle, bro. You can't play with nobody with no eights on, bro. What he was doing versus Ordinance Ugas was, was, was very, very reckless. You can't play with niggas with eights on, bro. Anybody that know what I'm talking about, you can't play with them, even them tens. If they were to wear tens, you can't play with motherfucker with tens on, bro. Especially if they allow when they allow people to stack the wraps. You can't, you can't, can't play with niggas with eights, bro. You can't play, but yeah, he looked pretty thin. So it don't look like he gonna have no fat camp. This look like man, he gonna have a real training camp, and it's about to heat up in Dallas too. So. You know, Bud like to go to Colorado Springs and shit, but the one thing they got elevation up there though, so it kind of it kind of Marquez used to train in the mountains in Mexico. He used to run the mountains, but it kind of played kind of hand in hand because that that motherfucking heat. Now, if he was training in Houston in the heat, then I'm like, you know, Dallas heat dangerous too though. But that human heat, bro, that, that way to melt off like butter, bro. That Dallas heat too, dog. That, that's. That's different. He said, we love the body. We don't love what's inside the woman's two, uh, two ears. And, and the motherfuckers, you know, you got people who uh, and speak to that. You got people who got married uh, during the pandemic and found out during the, the riots at the Capitol, state Capitol. We was watching that shit like it was the brawl of the mountains at the palace, bro. But you got people who was finding out they significant others was racist. So just think about that. People who courted they courted for one to seven years, right? And you not know your significant other's racist. And then think about the other half of the population who uh divorced during the uh pandemic found out being up under themselves too much, uh, and they found out they really didn't like you know, like their significant other. Whatever it may be, you know, um a lot of people marriage is built on lust. It's built on financial convenience. It's built on a whole bunch of bullshit. Like, you know, a lot of people don't have conversations, bro. And, and I say this, man, I'm a victim of it. I'm a victim of, of uh, ignoring the obvious. And I just like, I spoke on this a few days, uh, like a week or two ago, maybe something like that. But like, not, not even just in a relationship, just like where you be like, well, I ain't, let's just use it as a, you know, she got kids. You be like, well, you know, she fine as hell. I like her. I'm just going to overlook it. No, nah, man, stand on your red flags. If your red flag, if your, if your non-negotiable is her having kids or her not, your non-negotiable is, is her, you know, being uh, uh, short or her not having enough titties, not having enough ass or not being thin enough, whatever, nigga, stand on that, bro. If you could bag her, you can, you can level up. Then whatever it may be, don't don't just say, oh, I just want to hit it and quit it and shit. Women got a way of kind of just hanging around, man. Real talk, man. Like, bro, like stick, stick, stick to the obvious. If you know, hey, bro, if I go to uh club 12, nigga, like, you know, it's a chance I can get shot. Okay, then nigga, like, 
Let's let's stop ignoring the obvious, bro. Let's make the clear the clear right decisions, bro. You know, if I go hang out with men, man, and them, man, I know they like to hit licks after the club. All right, nigga, let's not go catch a case. Every time I take Darnell to the damn uh, 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 gas station, that nigga grab, snatch, and grab. All right, man, you don't you know you can't fuck with him like that. A lot of times, our our our, our mistakes are self inflicted, bro. Like we know that we know this the wrong decision, and we make it, bro. We we know it's the wrong decision. We know it, it ain't a clear, oh, man, I'm confused, man, and should I listen to my gut? Should I, no, bro, we know this the wrong decision. We know it. Let's start living up to our standards. Let's start living up to our red flags. Let's start making the clear-cut decisions. It's not the 50-50 decisions that fuck you up. It's them decisions that you know is wrong and you do it anyway. And I, I'm a living testament, testament to that. That's something I'm trying to get better at. I know if I let this nigga on my channel, he gonna be weird. <laughs> you feel me? You know it, nigga. Like, I, you know if I put that link in the chat, it's gonna be a weird motherfucker that come up. We, we know it. You know? What's up, Bush? We know it, bro. You know every time you bet on the, bet on the knockout, Canelo go to distance. Every time I tell you niggas, Man, bro, it's like it's a clear knockout. It usually go to distance. <laughs> you like, you know, bro. Like, bro, you know. You know if you buy that car from Fast Eddie on eight mile, that bitch, that bitch gonna be a limit. You know it. He said, if Uga's not fair to fist at all. That nigga had to fuck around and find out, didn't he? That nigga Uga's made that nigga do the wobble wobble. Ooh, shake it, shake it. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You gotta respect everybody in them eights, bro. I'm telling you. Real talk, you know. Real talk, DZ said uh, a lot of say uh, Spence getting in his snot box right. Man, yeah, he could. Like I said, sometimes you you got the bigger the challenge, the bigger he might step up and be even better at. You know, I mean, you know, you fighting a guy like Crawford. I mean, you know, um, he's an older guy, so I think the principle. What you know, if you ask me, what I would do if I'm Earl Spence. My principle would apply what John David Jackson told Sergey Kovalev. I'm hitting this motherfucker everywhere. I'm hitting on his elbows. I'm hitting him on his wrists. I'm hitting him on his shoulders. Hitting him on his hip. You know, but Errol Spence, you know, he's very fundamental. He's very technical. Um, and um, I think he, you know, and I think when you're dealing with somebody that's very fundamental, a lot of times they they last longer in boxing. Roy Jones, Bernard Hopkins, for for example. They last a lot longer in boxing. Um, so you gotta remember you gotta remember. So you deal with somebody fundamental that's that's to the basics. Guess what? What's what's the base what what's what's the thing that kind of make him tick? It's the jab. Once you take away his jab, you know, he's not great at leading off of hooks, he's not great at leading off of straight lefts, he's not great at you know what I'm saying, check hooks, and you know, everything is he very fundamental. You know, it's one thing, you know, Sean Porter kind of took away the jab, trying to counter it and and move in, weaving inside and out. Um, and Sean Porter took away the jab, how Sean Porter took it away. But Sean Porter is a, a unique fighter. He's a very unique fighter. So he, he took the jab away. Well, he took the jab away. Um, but it's going to be interesting. You can jab with him. You can come over to tap and counter. The thing about trying to just wait and counter the jab is you don't want to be losing no rounds, though. 
And that's the thing about, I think, one of the things about Terrence Crawford, even though PBC doesn't have a history of of robbing uh, opponents that come over there, they don't. I mean, uh, Jesus Christ, man. Avance Montrosian mm -hmm. came over, got a draw in the first Ares Lonnie Lara fight. That was a horrible fight. That's one of the worst fights I've ever seen, ever. I think they did that shit again two years later. I don't know why. Uh, Lomachenko came and got a belt. Kale Brook came and got a belt. Um you know, uh, a couple guys came and got a belt from over there, bro. So, um, just historically, I know people don't remember that Vonage and Lara won fight. Man, I did, man. I was on HBO. I believe Vonage was on his last fight with Golden Boy, too. So, this before Vonage came to PBC, before it was a PBC. So, I mean, you just think, man. I mean, it's been a lot of guys that have been came over there and got a belt. Uh, I said Lomachenko. I want to say it was, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Jamie McDowell got a belt from Kamada. Twice whooped his ass. I think once they fought in Corpus Christi, Texas. I think uh, Figure uh, Omar Figueroa was the man that been in one of them. It was on when they was like on NBC or something. So yeah, it's been. I kind of remember a few guys coming over there, um, you know, getting the belt. Um, so I mean, I mean, but still, you know, uh, Errol Smith has never headlined in Vegas, but has on a number of occasions. Um, but I, I kind of think Terrence Crawford kind of need to be the American Terrence Crawford and get off to a far a fast start. Um, I think Earl Spence has shown the ability to have a bad chin, neither. I mean, obviously Ugas hurt him, but when you're squaring up and you're giving Ugas a, a whole target, I mean, you don't have no respect for his power, you know. But uh, you know, you just ask yourself, do the fans really care? You know, um at this point, I mean, obviously, you know, with with Gervonta and and Tank Durante uh, and Ryan Garcia did. I mean, that was a. I didn't feel. I didn't really feel the build up for that fight. But guess what? Um, it wasn't that I didn't feel the build up for the fight. I just wasn't in touch with the age group, bro. Because you got to understand, bro. Like you know, Ryan Garcia was promoting on social media and shit. So I wasn't like, like my YouTube algorithm when I watch stuff. It's more. It's more about investments, and it's probably more about you know just like a lot of, a lot of things I'm in like outside of you like I watch a couple boxing channels you know uh, Bushido Coach Malachi uh, Blood uh, Adonis Lion Killer Town you know that's, it might be a few other ones in there I punch me having some good interviews uh, you know a couple of them you know obviously you know obviously the the interview channels like Ellie and them but for the most part, you know, I'm I'm word reading on and you know silver, uh, you know reading up on investing in silver stock portfolios and you know what I'm saying real estate. I'm kind of more into that, or you know, then again, I'm just hearing what the brothers, you know, you know, in that red pill, blue pill, blue pill community be saying, man, because you know it should be entertaining, especially uh, shout out to Anton Daniels. I didn't know he was from Detroit, but uh, he did a good he did a good video on uh, Steve Harvey uh, wife. Kingpin husband and shit, man. This nigga was on there snitching like a motherfucker. But <laughs> I'm gonna talk about that tomorrow at 10 30 in the morning. So uh but yeah, that's kind of the most of some stuff I watch do. Uh this shit that I can uh apply, I can you I can uh, put in my, my trunk and apply eventually. Some some of the shit you apply, some you know, different perspective. The comment section give you different perspectives. Uh you know, so yeah, I love watching interviews too. So uh, learning, learning stuff. So yeah, it's kind of what I'm into. But uh, so yeah, I, I'm not. I, I don't know. You know, for the most part, I wanted to see the rock interview he did with uh the pivot. But 
and watch that tomorrow at work, but or listen to it. So yeah, that's kind of the shit I be on, man. And um, y'all send me a lot of stuff too, so I appreciate that. And I try to get to it. But uh, so yeah, I'm, I don't know what they doing. You know, I I don't watch as much gaming channels as I used to, but I don't know what they be doing no more and how they promoting it with the kids. I know they doing Roblox and and all that type shit. So yeah, I don't know. You know, kind of. You know, my my train of thought is old school promotion. You know what I mean, like that old shit. You know, television commercials, watching the game and shit. Um, type shit. So that's kind of my mind at, but uh, they did a great job. And then remember, they're on the West Coast too. They don't care about boxing in the Midwest no more. So, but yeah, man, do you know, do the fans, I mean, shit is, you know, I think people will get excited. People are gonna cover it, and you're gonna see people come back in the fold to talk about it and stuff. And they usually do a good job for Errol Spence's press conference. It's, it's usually like an event. Uh, you know, where they trash talk. I mean, Ryan and Tank didn't really do no really good trash talking. I mean, Ryan started trash. You know, Ryan, if you pay attention, Ryan tucked his chain in like Red did when he went to the East Coast. Then all of a sudden, the chain come out when he go back to California and shit. That's how you knew he wasn't about that life. You know, what Biggie say, them Jew, them Jew, them Jew, them Jew, you can keep it. That'd be our little secret. <laughs> he tucked this shit in when he came to the East Coast, dog. That motherfucker didn't wear no jewelry and shit. I think it back west, he got the jewels shining. He got the jewels shining. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker went back west. That nigga took his chain. Do your chain hang low? Do it wobble to the flow. Do it shot. Remember that shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That motherfucker, you know. But hey, you know, um, you could tell that nigga when he wasn't built like that, bro. He ain't, he ain't really built like that. He ain't got to do this. Oh, I got some shit on him, too. I'll say it at the end, too. Uh, I got some shit on him. But, yeah, he ain't built like that, man. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, you wonder if they're going to talk some shit. You know, Earl Spence going to need that, that shit he was talking on that podium that night. They might have given him that courage syrup to speak up and shit. But, you know, I think, I think people will get behind it still. But it's like, bro, then this shit was posed. I think it's happening at a good time if, if it's in the middle of the summer. Snow Olympics. I think it's happening at a good time, a summertime fight. Uh, if they announce that shit, uh, if they announce it pretty. If they announce it before I, before I book book my shit to Josh Taylor, man, I'm going to that. And I just saved my Josh Taylor uh, my vacation because I wanted to go out to Taylor and Tia. I'm thinking about going out for that. And I might just save my shit to go out to Vegas. I just book, use that uh, credit and just you know. Put that on my car credit card and just go out to Vegas. So I'm trying to wait. I'm hearing like maybe May 20th, but yeah, um, I go out there. Uh, it's be hot as hell, uh, but Vegas is always a fun trip. I'll probably do. Th- I'll probably come in Wednesday night. I probably stay Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I probably won't even go back home to Monday morning, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna make that bitch a vacation. I ain't gonna lie, but but then again. Uh, you know, I, you hope it live up. I mean, stylistically wise, it should live up to expectations. You know, um, but you know, but I think people want to fight. You hear people still be excited. People still was excited about Pacquiao and, and, and Mayweather. And Mayweather kind of made it into a snoozer and shit. Um, but uh, you know, I think they both capable of hurting each other. Uh, Crawford more saucier. But Crawford not totally dependent on athleticism. If he was, that would benefit Earl Spence a lot better. But 
everything with Earl Spence is, is fundamentals. You know, how he's treat, treat you to triple threat in basketball. And they should teach you, you know, uh, three-man weave, chest pass, bounce pass, everything the right way. You know, that's him. He does everything the right way. Um, you know, very – and he makes some mistakes in there, though. He, he makes some mistakes that I don't think a lot of people catch. He, You know, and Ugas' fight was amplified, man. He uh, he squared up a lot in that fight. He, he tends to square up a lot. That's one of the mistakes that he made. And one of the biggest mistakes Terrence Crawford make is – he get caught with them looping shots. He get caught with looping, uh, looping right hands, looping left hands, depending on what stage, what stage he in. Um, you know, even versus Felix Diaz, he got caught with a lot of those looping shots. Them, them, you know, and them shots hard to get away from. And versus Lucas Matisse, well, I'm not versus uh, Felix Diaz. He started kind of tucking his chin and keeping his backhand up, and he kept, he kept, he kind of fought behind the shoulder to try to get away from that overhand left and right so he started tucking that chin and and raising like he went into a, a half guard half shell a philly shell but the shoulder the shoulder came up really high the chin he tucked the chin that was kind of his remedy but them shots really 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 easy to get caught with but earl spence don't really he don't throw a looping shot he don't you know he, he throw everything is straight everything is form even when he throws left hook you know his right hook is very short um it's very technical uh, his footwork is technical. And you're going to find out everything you want to find out about, about his footwork in this fight. Man, we thought Golovkin had the greatest, you know, footwork in boxing and cutting the ring off. And when he got in the ring with Canelo, man, it, I don't think it was so much his footwork. I think it was kind of more about uh, he didn't want to get countered. Canelo got heavy hands and he countered him. You know, when you can when you got power, you can counter punch. It's, uh, that's one of the deadliest combinations to have. Because you can punch, you can hit, you can hit guys with shots they don't see coming. So, um, but but yeah, man, you're gonna really find out about his footwork in this fight. If Rashawn Porter, you know, when he was able to close, the, he also, you know, he did a great job of closing the distance on Sean Porter. The issue with him versus Rashawn Porter was that once he closed the distance on Sean Porter, he made he didn't he didn't he didn't know how. To, to pin Sean Porter on the ropes, right? He, like, his his positioning, and I kept speaking on this, his positioning when he pinned Sean Porter on the ropes in the corner, he was standing straight up. Like, when you get close like that, like, you you mean, when you when the close you get, everything got to get tight. Everything kind of got to get tight. His He's standing straight up like a broomstick on the inside. Had he kind of, like, squatted down a little bit, tucked his chin more and kind of crouched down a little bit, he would have been able to – Sean Porter was rolling out the same way. So all he had to do was step hard to the right. Like he could have stepped hard to his left or to yeah, to, to his right. And when Sean Porter – you know Sean Porter going to roll out to his left after that. Then you just throw the you throw that you throw that left hand where Sean Porter going to be out the side door. And that's the adjustment Ugas made – I mean Canelo made after fighting Floyd Mayweather with Lara. He seen that, you know, one, you know, he stepped one way and Lara was rolling out the same way. So about halfway through that fight, what kind of made that fight even to me was when Lara started rolling out the same way. I forget which way he was rolling out. Canelo started throwing that right hand or that left hook where Lara was, was rolling out to and Lara was rolling right. He was walking right into that left hook to the body or whatever it was. 
And he started slowing Lara down, and it made Lara a sitting uh, more of a stationary target and allowed Canelo, in my opinion, to come back and get a draw on my scorecard. And that's kind of the mistake that he was making versus well, with Sean Porter. He was making the mistake of when he pinned Sean Porter on the ropes, he walked Sean Porter down. He didn't, he didn't make, he didn't, he didn't make, he didn't like make his guard tighter. He stood straight up and Sean Porter was able to get up under him because he was standing so high. He turned him. He was able to get up under him. And Earl Spence, you know, he 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 wasn't in position to really throw a body shot to slow him down or a head shot to slow him down. So that's why when he pinched down on the ropes, it wasn't like he grabbed Sean Porter's arm and beat him up with the other arm. He didn't know how to do that. That's why I was telling people Earl Spence don't know how to fight on the inside because bare, bare basics, when you got somebody pinned in the corner in the ropes like that, he keep turning you. Where's Derek James' advice? Derrick James should have been telling him, tuck your chin, squat down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And when he wrote, when he started rolling out, let's throw, a, let's throw a hook left and right because it wasn't like Sean Porter was spin, was rolling out and then he was jumping back in to score on Earl Spence neither. Sean Porter was rolling out, resetting, and then, you know, he let Earl Spence reset and they get back in the middle of the ring. Sean Porter was trying to keep the fight in the middle of the ring. When Sean Porter had spun out of there, you know what I'm saying? And reset, you know what he should have did? He should have jumped right back on Earl Spence most of the time before Earl Spence turned and reset. You know, and, you know, you just you just pick up on little things like that. Like, you know, his inside game got to be a lot better, bro. Um, it wasn't existing in that fight. He didn't know how to shine, hold Sean and beat Sean up with the free hand. He didn't know how to kind of squat down and, and, and pin Sean on the ropes the way he should have pinned Sean on the ropes. Um, you know, and had he been able to do that, he would have scored a knockout. One on salute. What's going on, bro? D, what's going on? Trav, what's going on? He said Earl Spence gonna get countered by Terrence Crawford going to sleep. The the thing, the only reason, only how I really see him kind of like getting countered if if he square up, his length gonna bother Terrence Crawford early on. I will say that his length is gonna he gonna Terrence Crawford gonna have to figure out his length. His jab, his jab is going to, if he win this fight, it's going to be because his jab. But he, his length is going to be, a, but if he starts squaring up, he going to, he going to get countered, bro. He going to get, I don't think the switching is going to bother him though. Earl over relied on fundamentals, repetitive attacks going to get him time to stop. And yeah, I mean, um, he, like I said, you know, when he, you know, he square up a, a few times in this fight to square up, you know, obviously, obviously that to be something different. I think. A small adjustment is kind of like uh kind of like fainting a little bit, keep him off but this off balance, you know, a right hand or a jab to the body. You know, I mean, it's a little bit switching up. Shout out to Dwayne. He said bug on jab with him. Yeah, he could jab with him. He could try. I think that's the smartest thing more than trying to hook off the jab. They both about as rangy. You know, he probably gonna jab with him. That's how I can probably say that. I don't really see him trying to come over the top. Kale Brook had a shorter arm event armory, so he was able to come over the top with, with Kale Brooks. So Earl Spence kind of uh, poses some issues as far as reach and length too. So uh, he said, he said, uh, you think Earl got an eye? I mean, shit, I hope, I hope, it, I hope he don't. And if he do got a, a eye injury, man, I just hope, you know, at that point, your significant other and your daddy, and your mama won't let you go in there with an eye injury. That's what I hope. Right. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no amount of money worth your eye. That's what I will say. 
And no minor uh, um, injury worth your, no matter money worth your eye, but I get it, man. A lot of people who got had COVID was going to work with COVID because they had no choice. They had no choice. They had to go. They had to. They had bills to pay. So I, I totally understand, bro. They don't, so I get it, but man, your eye on the line, bro. That's that's square business, bro. So you you hope hope not, but hey, it is what it is. Was watching the fight since it was on uh, watching fights since it was on channel two and channel five. He said I have a bad eye and protected a lot. He said Spence don't look right. He just looks like a straight cash out with the built in excuse for Earl. Well, yeah, he looked thin. I mean, he looked thin. Shit. I mean, I mean, maybe he just tired. Shit, I don't know. And they got the rugged hair. I, I can't call it, bro. I mean, it is what it is. You know, that's that's his true. You know, Kev. You know, Kev stopped fucking with Devin Alexander till he got till he got help with his opiate addiction. So shit. You hope this. You hope you know he got some people principal around him. But you know, when you the main breadwinner. Um, you know, he don't look that bad in this angle, though. So good could just be the nigga tired. Can't call it. Once blood control, the lead hand is over with. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what he did. That's every fight. Sean Porter took his lead hand away, and, you know, ultimately Sean Porter got caught with some bullshit that he shouldn't have got caught with, being too offensive. See, I've been with niggas crazy. All PBC wants to do is keep this shit in the crib. I mean, yeah. I mean, even if they, I mean, it ain't even necessarily true because they don't even make the best fight, the best in-house fights. If they made the best, if they made the best in-house fights, this wouldn't even be a fucking conversation. Tell me I'm lying. If they made the best in-house fights, bro, I don't even think people would really like be looking at this fight. This wouldn't even be a fight that's on your menu, bro. Because this dude would have had all the belts or would have lost all the belts, however. And, um... And um and uh and it, you know he would he would probably be talking about Bud moving up to fight him. But you got a lot of guys like Josh Taylor and Regis Progress who refuse to move up probably because of the politics. So you gotta remember that. You got a lot of guys who probably move up just because of the politics, who don't move up because of the politics. See, I'm gonna fly in Thursday and leave Sunday evening, probably myself, because I'm gonna be in the summer school. Yeah, man, that motherfucker, that Sunday flight, on every flight gonna be bullshit going back home in Vegas, bro. I waited till Tuesday, man. That, that flight was bullshit. I waited till Tuesday. I waited till Tuesday, bro. Care going the distance? I don't know, man. Give me a minute. I gotta think. If I if it was last year, I probably would say knockout. But I gotta wait. He said Dan announced it for the summer. You should have had a meet up in Vegas. Yeah, maybe. We talking about doing that shit at the Big Chicken and shit because that shit hella affordable too. It's right by the uh, what's that? The heart, the Virgin Hotels, right by the Virgin, and it's by a dispensary. That bitch was banging, bro. Support the channel, cash up, Dallas on CJ Good three one three, Jango salute.
of the leakers say Bud opponents say they got hit with the punch they didn't see. Suspense got hit by slower boxers. I mean, yeah, every fight different. He said nobody cares anymore. You might be right, Bobby. He said only way Spence to win is him behind his jab for 12 rounds. Once Bud takes the jab, where's the rap Bud by TKO? Ref stoppage with Tyler throw in uh, GK. He said it's been over a year since he's been active, so now his eyes should be good. You know, anytime you're dealing with work, you know, dealing with eyes, you never know. Sugar Ray came back after a while. Sugar Ray came back after a while, so shit, you never really know, bro. Oh, Philly beating the shit out of Boston, man. Boston, boy, they better be calling MAU Doka back. The fire has dimmed for this fight. Fans lost their appetite due to postponements. He's going to have to have a perm after Crawford puts the beating on him. He said, I think it's finished probably going through, going through shit. You never know. You never know. They say money, money bring more problems. I listened to Jermaine O'Neal. He said, I wish everybody could be a millionaire so they could experience what come with having that money and shit. He said they should have fought to the AT20. Yep. The fight was 2019. Bull was 35. Spencer 33 with the injury. He said, it's a money grab now. What a shame. Al blew it. I mean, you can say the same thing about uh, Al, uh, uh, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, but they about to get paid. They about to get paid. They about to get paid. They about to get paid more money than they would have got when they would originally fought. So, Al Heyman, all Al Heyman sees them zeros. Unfortunately, I think fights that I'd rather see Benavidez Morel. I ain't saying all that. In the words of E40, there's no uh, tow trucks in the sky. I'm not fly. I'm not fly. <laughs> oh, shit, ain't shit wrong with flying, bro. Shit. Shit, ain't shit wrong with flying, bro. You can you can, you can can easily die in a car crash and a plane crash. Shit, fly straight, especially as long as you don't take spirit or no bullshit. I've been flying since I was a kid, bro. I took a bunch of flights. It's straight. I don't go to sleep on no motherfuckers, though. But, yeah, they straight. Ain't shit wrong with flying. Like, people got a fear of flying. I don't get it. I don't get it at all, shit. If it's your time, it's your time, unfortunately. Your time to go, you never know. So get rich or die trying in my lifetime. He said neither one of these guys getting stopped, both too good. You might be right on that. You might be right, but I think I might, I might, I might buy, buy fight time come. I might disagree. I just might disagree. But you're right. Historically, when when fights get to this level, especially recently, you don't see knockouts. But I just think by both of these dudes being offensive fighters, I, I just think, you know, think you, I think you might see one. How the fight did, but it was trending on Google. Was it? He said they about to get paid, but the fight ain't the same. Neither is a Spence fight, but shit, it might, it might, hey, you never know. They might get in that bitch and rumble. Might be one of the best fights you ever seen. Shit, you never know. I hope Spence is not injured. Fight not worry. I mean, if he get in there, he injured. You know, 
You know, that's some, that's on him. He made that conscious effort. I don't feel bad for a motherfucker who make who knows something wrong at all. You took that risk. And everybody act like they they that sad for him, but ain't nobody gonna send no donations. Here you go, bro. We be talking about something else. Here you go, Spence, Spence, Spence. Man, pick your boy dick out the dirt when he get knocked the fuck out. Pick him up. Pick him up. What's going on, Chillville? Salute. He said, uh, Earl Spence, the type of drunk, he type of dunk strawberries and Nestle quick. <laughs> and that's Nestle quick. Yo, <laughs> I ain't never heard that one, bro. Yo, he said he probably dug dunk strawberries in this Nestle quick. Nestle quick. <laughs> wow. He said they going in rumbling after about four rounds. They might. Spence video, I just, but here you go, bro. We, we be talking about something else. We talk about Spence, but about to be in Creed 4. Shit, about to be easy. They doing a fourth, and I already didn't want to do it. Renato, salute. That weak-ass Bills draft y'all had, boy. Fuck y'all over there doing, dog. Y'all need a running back. Y'all need a receiver. Y'all took a tight end, bro. You know tight end is going to take a couple years to, to materialize. Now, what the Bills was thinking, bro? She Aaron Rodgers about to come in that motherfucker and take y'all take y'all cookies. I'm a bankhead nigga. I'll take your cookies. So don't make this a me and you situation. <laughs> Man, I don't know what the bills out here doing, bro. If it wasn't for that Chinaman uh, quarterback in Miami, y'all be last in that division. No, it's the Patriots still in that motherfucker, though. <laughs> the Patriots still in that motherfucker. I forgot them niggas out there. Man, Bill going out bad. He going out like Dollar Bill. Gonna be trouble, trouble. Earl probably want the uh, Canelo. Yeah, he said he said in the interview that he still want to fight Canelo, but he focusing on Terrence Crawford. Sure did. Spring ring numbers, yeah, whatever. That would have made more uh, as a champion. He said. Uh, he said they gonna make more now. I don't know what they talking about. Bud wasn't at the fight. No shit for what? When he came to that uh, Wilder fight, they ain't even show him on the screen. That show Jaime and Triple G. Shit, Errol Spence probably was happy he wasn't at the fight. Why they find Jokic for uh pushing the matter Sheba, man? I man, bro. I got a video coming tomorrow. I said if the Lakers win the championship, I'm done watching the NBA. I swear to God. I only watch I only watch the Pistons because I cover my mother channel. I won't watch the NBA for a while. Probably ever again. I don't care, dude. I don't watch the shit now. I was listening to a Stan Van. Y'all any questions I answer them. I was listening to a Stan Van Gundy interview he did with the, uh with Quentin Richardson and uh, Darius Miles on the Knucklehead podcast, the Players Patron uh Tribune, and um he was just talking about how how basketball used to be and like the Nick and the Miami rivalry, bro, and how you know these dudes ain't competitive no more, bro. And I think that shows on All Star Weekend, and I think that shows on uh. The dunk contest, these dudes don't compete no more, bro. Like the NBA, man, I really want to say a word that I can't say on here. It's, it's weak as hell, bro. I grew up where 
it still was rivalries and shit and all that. It is the, this isn't they don't compete no more. And I be watching the game and shit, and somebody will run in the lane and bump a nigga in the chest, and it's a foul on a dude that was just standing there. They they have really like they have really uh David Stern and you know Commissioner Adam Silver, they destroy basketball, bro. The worst thing that happened to basketball, and the best thing that happened to basketball was Michael Jordan. That was the best and the worst thing that happened. He brought a lot of money, but with money, like I talk about in boxing all the time, and why boxing so fucked up, it always boiled down to the money. Money is the problem. These niggas don't compete no more, bro. Even in boxing matches no more, dude. Like, man, like it's just this generation ain't competitive no more, bro. I want to see a motherfucker try to kill a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to see. I want to see you get on that court, man. I want to drop hang 50 on that nigga, man. It's crazy, bro. These, these dudes ain't got it no more. Y'all talk about like feminists and, and, and masculinity and all that shit, bro. That is 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 very, very is it's, it's dropping, dude, like a 50-year-old man testosterone. It's dropping, dude. These these dudes ain't masculine no more. They don't want to compete no more. Um, they don't do shit no more. So we bringing it home this year, y'all. Yeah, nah, bro, we got a better chance than y'all this year. <laughs> hey, you should move out after being long in my opinion. We'll see. So, man, only true man. Come on, man. He said when Bud is going to speak out, bring the box up inside of the wild. You know when they make the fight. Diz come back to Minnesota. Minnesota. Who Minnesota drafted somebody at receiver, didn't they? Who y'all draft? Oh, yeah, I like the kid y'all got from Pitt out of USC. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Addison. Y'all drafted him. Yeah, Thielen down there in Carolina right now. So, yeah, I like Jordan Addison. I don't give a fuck about no 40 and all that bullshit. Can you play or you can't play? Hope for the best, but I don't think he going to make it. Not, he said not the way he was shivering and shaking on the pavement. <laughs> they should never made a remix to that song. Some songs just don't deserve to be a remix, bro. Flame on what's going on. Haney was at the tank fight and they didn't show him. Yeah, they did the same thing to Bud. Sixer Nation. Yeah, I'm definitely not watching. Man, look here, man. I don't trust the Sixers at all. In Boston, bro, this the end of them. If they lose this game, this the end of them. Jalen Brown, they're going to get him an excuse to leave. It's the end of them niggas, dog. You, feel, you just feel bad because they could really be a great dude. I don't even fuck with Boston. You just feel bad for them. NBA, it, it definitely is, bro. It's, it's a horrible product, bro. You could tell the stage, bro. I hate to say it like that, but you could tell the stage, bro. Man, they, they talking about getting scripts. Them niggas get a script, and I ain't talking about no Vikings or either uh, sitting on hay or on the ranch playing with his chickens. Yeah, she said some questionable shit over the years, bro. I don't even know how niggas still a fan. Yeah, NBA, man, I don't even bet money no more, bro. And the only time I really bet money on the NFL, I wish I'd have got in on some Kentucky Derby, but I didn't even know it was this weekend until it was too late, bro. The Bad Boy Pistols was the best. Now basketball was still a man's sport. Even in the 90s, it was. You had rivalries, you know, Knicks Heat, Pacers, uh, Bulls. Um, even Kobe and Shaq was, even though them, that shit was mad fishy too, though, but. 
you know, it is what it is, bro. Thurman and Boots are easy to man. Thurman ain't fighting no boots, bro. He ain't fighting no boots, man. Thurman just had a child. He ain't worried about it. Thurman had his second daughter. Watch the Euro League. It's fine. I don't understand. Oh, he's on basketball. I will do that. I watched some rugby before. The rugby was straight. He said, well, I wish like he said you have players like Jordan Poole quitting the playoff game. Man, bro, man, it was a rap when he punched. And then they saying that Steve Kerr basically saying somebody leaking shit to the Lakers and shit. We all know who it is. It's Draymond Green. If I had a second player, it's Jordan Poole. And, you know, but the thing about Poole, bro, he he one of them niggas that what Meek Mill say, what Bobbin was Meek Mill say, even if you he said. He said, even if you got a hundred mil, it don't make you real. And uh Jordan Poole think he got that money, and it, you know, and he think getting that money mean that he was gonna be entailed to being the superstar on that team, and it didn't mean that. It didn't mean it. He very immature thinking, bro. And he spent five hundred thousand on ice spice, bro. Bro, he spent the, the he spent a hundred dollars on her, bro. Like why? Why? It dudes, bro. No, he 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 he. I don't know, bro. He played at Michigan too, bro. He just these dudes ain't too smart, bro. You know, he feel like he should be star, especially we got Devin Chink on the lineup, and he don't want to play his role. A lot of these niggas today don't want to play that role. Everybody want to be player one. Everybody ain't meant to be player one, bro. Don't mean you can't be no winner. Nobody want everybody want to be the guy. You ain't gonna learn from Penny. You ain't gonna learn from uh Kobe. You ain't gonna learn from Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, all them niggas then you know ran their bodies in the dirt trying to be the one. Basketball is a team effort, bro. It's a team effort, bro. You can't just be the one. Nobody win this shit by themselves, bro. AD hot and cold every other game. Man, they, they want to give it to that nigga. Give it to him, bro. I just don't care no more. Because ain't no fucking way a motherfucker with Austin Reeves in the starting lineup of a championship caliber team. If, if that's the case, bro, NBA, man, they got a long way to go, bro. Ain't no way that team with Austin Reeves in the starting lineup is going to be winning championship in no other year, bro. I don't give a fuck if they had four teams in the league with George Mike. And ain't no way, bro. The Lakers is ass. And Denver should be ashamed. Ain't no two motherfuckers beating me, bro. KD and Devin Booker are not gonna beat me, bro. One of them can, one of them can go off, but the other one not. Denver need a new coach. They need to get rid of uh, Michael Porter Jr. or put him on the bench because he can't defend shit and he's scared to score. It's crazy. You got me laughing. I was watching Carcino the other night. He was saying the same thing. He done with the NBA if that going. But when it, man, he ain't lying, bro, because it's a setup, bro. Like, I ain't stupid. I ain't naive like I was when I was younger, bro. It's a setup, bro. It's a setup, bro. I'm telling you. And I'm, look at the teams that's left, bro. Phoenix don't got enough depth. They going to wear down. Somebody going to get injured or they going to get tired. That's a fact. Denver, I don't know. They, they got a great team. They just janky. I don't know if it's the coaches, the players, the Knicks, uh, the Heat. You know they ain't going to do shit. Um. The Sixers, you can't trust hard. You can't trust the East Coast uh, street clothes and Joel Embiid. In Boston, MAU Doka, man, he fucked that up. So they fighting for the money. That's it. That's it. He said that's all they Crawford and him fighting for. But, you know, 
NBA is all about friendships. No, at all, at all, bro. Don't nobody want to take nobody head off. They all loving each other and shit. And a five, five line. You who watch the NBA game for five or ten real time minutes, you're gonna see about four, five, five. Regis progress, man. Beat the shit out of Sabriel Matias. Sabriel Matias ain't got no defense, bro. He got that face of stone and shit. He ain't got no D, bro. He ain't got no defense. Boo's ducking everybody. Man, Boo's trying to get a title. He's trying to get a real title. He should be like in job way. Uh, are you talking about uh, Jackson Smith and Jigway? I, I like Jackson Smith and, uh, and Jigway. I want him the Lions to get him. Good route runner. Yeah, Seattle had a good draft. Yeah, fucking NBA is death rig. I'm like, hey, bro, I've been saying it, bro. Yeah, I don't know why I went to guy Kyrie, but I am. Right, it is what it is. Two out of 16, five was just Blake. I was talking about when he kicked up, uh, when they suspended Draymond for punch, punching uh, uh, Brian the nuts and shit. Yeah, man, that's kind of when I started. Like, like yeah, I knew it. But you know how it is. He said, did you get a uh, video I sent you? Man, yeah, I didn't watch it yet, bro. So, yeah, I was live by the time you sent a shot to Rob Rodriguez. Yeah, I don't know what the Raiders going to do. Y'all quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, y'all probably about to get Caleb Williams next year. <laughs> yeah, but, but Poole only played 10 minutes last night, they say. So I ain't watching, bro. He only played 10 minutes. I read Thurman the Fair Blair Cobb for the WBC light skin build. I got Blair Cobb, bro. Fuck, fuck Thurman. 80s, 90s basketball was the greatest era. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Money got involved. Star, you couldn't touch Michael Jordan, bro. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was a little bitch too. May said you could have uh, just bought her a pizza and a soda. That shit was mad funny. He said you could have. What he say? You could have went on. I forget the name of the street. He said in the Bronx. He said you could have bought. You could have got her for a pizza and a soda. You know, and a lot of these dudes, man, be thinking like, you know, you know, you gotta have chicks judge you by your cars and shit. And man, you know, and you know, a lot of people judge you by your. If a bitch really like. Or if a woman really like, like only like you for material things, bro, you 100% definitely should just be wrapping it up, bro. Real talk. You definitely should be wrapping it up. If you out here hitting chicks because you got jewelry on and, you know, a car you got or whatever, you definitely should be wrapping it up. It's not sustainable. It's, you know, unless she get to know you, she really like you, it's not sustainable. You can't expect, you can't expect somebody to hold you down, bro. And you know the relationship is built off some material. Like you see her, you you buy her. Let's say y'all you meet her somewhere, y'all at I don't know. You at the bar, and you you know you you know you buying her like a drink. Okay, that's cool. That's 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you know you meet her, y'all kicking it, and she asks you for hundred dollars, and y'all ain't been knowing each other well enough for her to ask you for hundred dollars. You know what it is, then, bro. Yeah, niggas be trying to play the victim, bro. But like, I ain't, I don't, I don't, I don't play the naive game, bro. It's common sense. You know what it is, and then you knock these women up and get mad when they play the game, bro. You see what I'm saying? You get mad when they play the game and they run game on you. Y'all act like y'all know when y'all see a gold digger or not. You know, if I meet a chick and she asks for money off rip, bro, come on, bro. Like, either my response is no response or, you know, shit, you better come put this thing in your mouth. Shit, it's just straight up and down like that. 
If a bitch cut into you like that, either that's your two options. Nothing more, nothing less. See, I know what it is when somebody real, and if you mess with a chick and she ain't afraid to go in her pocket, that's a great sign that she is solid. She's solid. She fuck with you. If a bitch spending her money without you asking on asking for it. She feel, she really like you though. Now, what you do from that point on to fuck the relationship up is up to you. But a lot of niggas fuck that up. But if a chick like really go in her pocket for you, but oh no, I got it. Cool, you know. Then you know, but you know, a lot of people, you know, you like it's not hard, bro. Especially a lot of y'all was raised by women. It's not hard, bro. Once you just start thinking about thinking, thinking, actually thinking about it, it's not really hard to know. Boost a hype job, not a draw. Thoughts on Andy Cruz. I don't know much about him. Shout out to him in Matchroom. I'll be smoking Draymond pack when the Lord. Well, apparently Draymond with the Lakers. He's he's snitching to the Lakers, giving them their plays and shit. He two out of three. He definitely not winning that shit. They win the shit. I it is what it is. I don't believe that nigga did that. I mean, I think he did, bro. Nigga be you talking about Draymond? What's good, bro? St. Louis. Shout out to St. Louis. He said, I got a few dope cars, but only talk to women when I drive my Corolla to see where their heads at. There you go. There you go. Yup, yup, yup. Smart man. Smart man, bro. I was hearing this uh, dude tell a story about an Asian guy who had a trust fund, and he basically gave his girl the, the, the uh, you know, the, the faith test and shit. He ended up marrying her, though. He, it was a long faith test, though. You watch Show Card this weekend? You are you watching the show? Yeah, I ain't got shit else to do. I watch is Rolly fighting? Yeah, I ain't got shit else to do this weekend, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I probably watch that shit. <laughs> I ain't got shit else to do. He said, Oh man, Nisa is a good woman. Yeah, you know, a lot of niggas don't know a good woman. They always talk about how women don't know what a good man is. A lot of these niggas don't know what a good woman is. A lot of people, a lot of these niggas get caught up in the lust and the physical attraction, bro. But a lot of these niggas don't know what emotionally uh emotionally stable is. Um, a lot of people don't know. A lot of these niggas don't know, um, you know, temperament and all that. A lot of people don't. A lot of niggas don't care about that. They just think about pussy. But when you in a relationship and you building towards marriage, man, that's man, that shit don't matter, bro. You talking about raising kids, paying bills, building, you know, building generational wealth or building savings and shit. I was listening to somebody on TikTok and the and the and the and this chick basically spent a uh, mortgage and they she wasn't paying the mortgage and shit. She had all the designer shit and she bought him some designer something and he like we got to get we about to get evicted and shit. And you you talking about this and we didn't you know I done worked hard to get this house and people saying well that shit was fake. I'm like hell no that shit was real. You could, I could tell. And I remember I had a situation like that and um. And uh, my mom had bailed me out. And I was like, man, I told myself never again, bro. I was young. I was young. I was like, never again, bro. Like, like I pay all my bills myself. And I don't, I don't, I don't leave any important bills up to up to no chick, dude. I, I manage all my shit myself, bro. Oh, I manage all my shit myself, dude. Ladies niggas bringing their check home and letting their chick pay the bills and shit. Remember on Everybody Hates Chris when he had his wife paying the bills? And he said, I gave the money for the whole bill. And she was paying half the bill and shit. She had to, man, dude. I'm not being that type of Neanderthal, bro. I ain't trusting no bitch with my money, dude. Like, I, if I don't know how to manage my money, bro, then I'm just gonna be fucked up. But a lot of dudes don't know how to manage their money, bro. You know what I'm saying? They don't. It's a crazy thing about it, bro. You can have a lot of money and not know how to manage it. Ranch says I don't really care to see Ranch about the time you spend. He said, "No, pool spending like 500. I hope not, bro." 
Except for yourself, ugly wife, be happy for the rest of your life. But it's good, good looking women out here. Maybe you'd be surprised. There's some beautiful women that's really don't get approached or bored and shit got good credit and shit. My granddad advice me get you a get you a woman with money. <laughs> Real talk, but I appreciate y'all. This will be on the podcast. Check the link tree for that. Give me a rating on there, whatever one you listen to. Peace.